from the book of Exodus. From the book of Exodus, chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12. Verses 37 and 38. While you're looking that up, let me just welcome my little sister, Reverend Gail Millbrooks. So, so good to have you in the house. Amen, amen. A worshiper at heart. Happy now to see she has a little time now. Good. Amen. Exodus chapter 12, beginning with verse 37, verse 37, these are the words you find, and the children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Sekoth, about 600,000 on foot that were men besides children, and a mixed multitude went up also with them flocks and herds even very much cattle amen focus on verse 38 and a mixed multitude went up also with them I want to talk this morning that's what I want to talk about I want to talk about this mixed multitude this, this mixed we know that the children of Israel were freed and they left but they didn't leave by themselves along with them was this crowd of folk that they refer to the Bible refers to as a mixed multitude if we walk and as we have walked with Nehemiah and other prophets and if Nehemiah has not taught us anything else he has taught us that the things of God are to be protected the whole purpose the whole purpose of Nehemiah making sure that the wall of Jerusalem was restored was to make sure that the people of God were safe and that there was a separation between them and those who did not believe or walk in the ways of their God. That was the whole reason for building the wall. That was the whole reason why the wall was restored. You see, my brothers and sisters, without a wall are some set boundaries those inside are free to drift out. And those outside are free to drift in. And then it becomes increasingly hard to tell who's out and who's in. Are y'all hearing me? The, the, the church is at its strongest when everybody in it has first committed, committed themselves to God through Jesus Christ. 
the church is at its strongest when when people have studied and become approved workmen that need not be ashamed. The church is at its strongest when the people in it have a clear view of the mission and have totally committed themselves to the journey. It only becomes a problem. It only becomes problematic when there are those who, though they are mixed up in the crowd, are not committed to the same mission, although, or, or either they are in the crowd, but they have their own agenda, have a separate agenda than the masses. We have here, my brothers and sisters, a clear example of that. We've got a clear example in that in the story of the exodus from Egypt. We go back this morning and we recall that wonderful story, that wonderful story of deliverance, the book of Exodus, whose very name indicates the exit of the children of Israel from slavery in Egypt. Now, I I don't feel like, I don't feel like, at least we don't have the time for me to just rehash the whole story. Don't feel like I ought to have to rehash the whole story because it's a story that has been heard many, many times. And and, and even if you haven't taken time to read it for yourself, you've heard the story many, many times about how God sent Moses down to Egypt. Tell Pharaoh, let my people Go. You also know that after Moses went a few rounds with Pharaoh, plagues, and yeah, finally the death of the firstborn of Egypt, that Pharaoh finally, you remember, he finally let the people go. All of those things, all of those things, my brothers and sisters, we've heard and somehow we've, we know that story and we have fouled them safely away into our personal memory banks. But the text this morning, the text this morning points out a fact that many about the exodus that many of us might have missed. The text this morning points out part that we might have overlooked in the overall story. The text this morning points out that in addition to the exodus of the Israelites, there was another crowd. There was another group that also left with them. We don't know who they were. The Bible just refers to them as a mixed multitude. Are y'all hearing this? Look at it, look at it, look at it. Look at it, verse 37, verse 37. And the children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, about 600,000 on foot that were men, and besides them women and children. Verse 38 says, and the mixed multitude went up also with them. Are y'all hearing me? So I know you knew about the Israelites leaving. You knew that. But, but here is another crowd of folk. It ain't a little crowd. It's a multitude of folk. Who at the same time the children of Israel were leaving. Here is another crowd. That eased out right along. Are y'all hearing me? With them. So, 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 here's my point. Here's my point. And I, 
I need to go ahead and just make this announcement. I you know, on the plane, sometimes they tell you, yeah, yeah if you're not going to sit down and keep your seatbelt buckle. <laughs> there might be some turbulence coming. Just, yeah, just, just keep your seatbelt buckle. There might be a little turbulence here. So, so here, here's the point. Here's the point. When the people of God, according to God's promise, left bondage in Egypt on their way to the promised land, there were 600,000 men, not counting their wives and their children. Estimations are somewhere around 2 million folk leaving out of Egypt. But, but, but although they, 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 they're about two million of them, but they are not alone. According to verse 38, that was another crowd hanging on to them. And they refer to this crowd as the mixed multitude. Who are these folk? Who are these folk? Well, we don't know a whole lot about them, but well, first of all, we know there's a lot of them. Because the Bible says it was a multitude. A whole bunch of them. Yeah, a multitude. And, and, and we know that there are folk who are in the crowd who ain't necessarily with the crowd. I say there are folk who are in the crowd who ain't necessarily with the crowd. Speculation, speculation is that some of these people are, are folk who had just sort of associated with the Israelites and they had been enamored with some of the stories they had heard about the power of their God. Some of these folk were probably indentured servants who, who saw a chance to get away from their masters. Some of these folk had just figured out, they, they figured since, since God Keeps blessing this folk, these folk. Are y'all hearing me? They've been watching them, and they, since God keep blessing these folk, I, I just want to be where they are. I, I just want to be close so that, so that I can reap the benefits. Are y'all hearing me? And then some just saw an opportunity to get out of Egypt and start a brand new life. After all, things were a little chaotic in Egypt round then, you know. Dead fish, yeah, yeah, lice, frogs all over the place, water shortage, plagues killing folk. Are y'all hearing me? They saw the Israelites leaving and they said, we with y'all. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 with, we with y'all. So here it is. So, so here it is, here it is, here it is. Listen to this. One group is being delivered while another group is just escaping. Y'all hear me? One group is being delivered while another group is just escaping. Y'all need to see this. One crowd moving because of their faith in the promise and plan of God. And another group who has no claim or no interest to that God or his promise. 
They just want to get away from their present circumstances. Let me say it another way. One group being delivered. Another group escaping. Y'all hear me. And I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I'm convinced my brothers and my sisters that many who though they travel in the ranks of the delivered are really just escaping. (laughs) Are y'all hearing me? I'm convinced. Some of the folk claiming deliverance are really folk on the run. Are y'all hearing me? Trying to get away from, from something. And you got to be careful. Got to be careful with that because if you're traveling together with two separate agendas, at some point, you're going to run into a problem. Are y'all hearing me? Got to be careful because got all these folks walking together and coming in the same crowd and they got two different agendas. Sooner or later, it's going to cause a problem. Jesus himself said, how can two walk together? Except they are in agreement. Now watch this. Watch this. They had no problem. No problems at all. As long as they had a common goal of getting away from Pharaoh. As long as they were trying to get away from Pharaoh and the Egyptian army. That there were no problems. So here's the problem. For the children of Israel. The exodus was the beginning of a brand new life. The exodus was an opportunity and it freed them to start their journey, to start a brand new journey to the land of promise. That that, that was what the Israelites were doing. But to the mixed multitude, once they were delivered, once they got away from Pharaoh and the Egyptian army, That mission was accomplished. Are y'all hearing me? (laughs) Children of Israel, they got a vision. We're on our way somewhere. God has made some promises to us. So so even after they got away, even after the Pharaoh's army is dead, they still got somewhere to go. They still got something to do. Once this other crowd gets away from Pharaoh and know that the army is dead, are y'all hearing me? They, 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 they just started going along for the ride. Are y'all hearing me? They, yeah, that mission then is already accomplished. They, they could care less about this journey y'all on. Especially if it's going to take 40 years. Are y'all hearing me? We already got what we want. We're away from Pharaoh. We're away from all. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could care less about the journey. One group moving along with a mission and a goal in mind, and another group going along for the ride. To tell you the truth, they really would leave, but they're scared they're going to miss something. They really would. They, they, they would leave, but 
but you know God might do something else. So so that so they stay with them. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, when I see these two groups, I'm reminded of the modern day church. For it seems, may just be me, but but seems that we still got those same two groups. Those who will put their trust in Jesus and the finished work on Calvary and and, and those who are every day striving to claim every promise and to meet him face to face one day. But then you got another crowd who just want to be where you are. Yeah, just in case. God sends a blessing your way. Just in case there's some blessings to be had, we'll just sort of hang around. Are y'all hearing me? One group on a mission, the other group just going along for the ride. You ever been on a trip with somebody who, who, who really, they don't even know where you're going. They don't care where you're going. Just heard you were going somewhere and say, well, I, I'll just go along for the ride. You, you ever been on them kind of trip? That's a horrible trip, ain't it? You got a purpose. You're trying to get somewhere. Yeah, you got a goal in mind. and You're, not, not, you're driving and they sleeping. You hear me? Every once in a while, they'll wake up and complain that you need to turn the heat up or something. Ain't got nothing invested in. Are y'all hearing me? You stop to get gas. They show enough sleep then. Are you hearing me? They they ain't going to help with nothing. Just going along. Are y'all hearing me? Going along for the ride. I'm always amazed at the number of people who will connect with the church, who will faithfully keep up with everything going on in the church, know everything that goes on in the church, keep up with the direction of the church, yet they feel absolutely no obligation to do anything to contribute to the success of the church. mixed multitude are y'all hear me know everything about what's going on even if they ain't that ain't no more about what's going on they're gonna get on the phone and ask what y'all doing are y'all hearing me told you to book your seatbelts book your seatbelts love to take part in all the activities of the church first in line for any blessing that comes around they make sure they take advantage of all of their rights and privileges but feel absolutely no obligation to help bear the expense of the journey they have no allegiance to the ways and the things of God and their minds 
There is a better way of getting things done. They watch the way you do things and they, they think, no, that, that, y'all just going that way. We could do that a better way. That's... I had a member to say to me one time and, and let me go and throw this in. I don't remember who, who you are, so please don't come up after. <laughs> don't come up after and remind me because I done forgot who it was. Matter of fact, I don't know if they're still here, but I remember person joined this church some years ago and uh, came to me and said, Reverend, I'm a new member and uh, I, I found out something that just troubled me. Say, I, I called to see if I could get some help. <laughs> new member. <laughs> called to see if I could get some help paying my rent. And they told me they didn't have the money to pay my rent. And I just thought, Pastor, it's a shame as big as this church is, and many folk in this church, I, it's just, to me it's just a shame a church this big can't help folk with their bills. And what I want to do, Pastor, she had a solution. What I want to do, Pastor, I don't know, you know, I'm new and I know I'm new and I won't step on nobody's toes, but I want to start a program, a group, a club, we can raise money so that we'll have money when folk need some help with their bills and need some help with their stuff. She said, now, unless we already got something like that, I said, well, baby, we already got a program like that. It's called tithes and offerings. <laughs> it's called tithes and offerings. So rather than starting a new club, what I need you to do is start and get everybody you can to join this program. We all re- Are y'all hearing me? But that's the mindset. That's the mindset of the mixed multitude. They don't want to go by the agenda that God has set. They come up with their own agenda. Think I can do it better. Than- Are y'all hearing me? Anybody still with me? Anybody still with me? Let me share something else about this mixed multitude. If you, you remember the story of the Exodus. Once they were out of Egypt and on the other side of the Red Sea, you remember that God began to provide food for them. Quail just coming out of the air. Every morning they were blessed to eat this bread from heaven. That, that will call out of, the, out of the sky, just fall out of the sky. They were kept nourished, nourished by this bread that would just fall. Exodus 16.31 says the Israelites, yeah, they, they, they saw God providing these provisions that God was doing, that bread from heaven, and they called it manna. That's what the Israelites called it. The people who were being delivered, they were grateful. They called it manna. They said it tastes sweet like honey wafers. It's right there in the book. It's right there in the book. 1631. They, they say it was sweet. But then the next thing you read is that the people are complaining about the very food that God has provided. The Israelites, they were praising God for, for manna from heaven, but Next thing you know, everybody complaining. Yeah. 
about the food that God had provided. You know, you want to know who started the complaints? <laughs> you want to know where the complaining started? Read Numbers chapter 11 and verse 4. Write that down. Read it when you read Numbers chapter 11 and verse 4. It was that same crowd. The mixed multitude. Some Bibles, some Bibles changes that word. Moses called them rabble. <laughs> As in rabble rousers. <laughs> yeah, in, in Numbers, he, it's the same crowd Moses talking to. He said that same mixed multitude. Who started saying stuff like, we tired of eating the same stuff. Every day, same crowd, that same crowd that didn't have no business out there, no how. That same crowd complaining that saying, at least in Egypt, we had meat and we had fish and we had melon. They they began to talk about how good they had it. Y'all hear me? Mixed multitude. To the extent they kept carrying on so bad, to the extent. That some of the people of God join in with them. Y'all hear me? You see what that what that crowd can start up? Now they join in with them, talking about let's go back. Let's go back to y'all hear me. God has delivered them, and they done got out there and let that crowd of folk get them to a point where they're talking about going back. Egypt. Saying crazy stuff like at least we had somewhere to be buried when we were in. Who cares about where you're buried? Who, you're going to die. Who, what you going to do about it? Who, who, at least we had graves in Egypt. And now here we are out here in the wilderness. All of this because of folk who came along uninvited. All of this because of folk who had no claim to the promise of God anyhow. All of this because of stragglers who just came along for the ride. The griping and complaining they kept going on and kept this same thing going on until it really you keep reading the story, you see it, it finally turned into outright rebellion. Do you remember Moses went up Mount Sinai, meet the Lord, talking about he stayed a little too long. You remember? Stayed up there a little too long. And when he'd been up there a while, folk just, yeah, yeah, the same crowd stirring up stuff. By the time Moses came down, part of the folk had gotten together and built a golden calf. Moses ain't coming back. I don't know how y'all bleed all this stuff anyway. So by the time he gets back now, they've already built a cult and began to worship. Golden image. Moses that day in Exodus 32, chapter 26, Moses stood up that day and he asked that day probably what he should have asked the first day. Look at Exodus 32, 26. Moses stood there at the gate of the camp, looked at all those folk, and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Are y'all hearing me? Oh, 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 he should have asked that. 
at the very beginning. It seemed to me like that's a question that he should have. But now he's seen their rebellion. He asked the question, who is on the Lord's side? And I love the way he asked the question. He asked it just right. He didn't ask who, who, who with my program. Who is on the Lord's side? And as who's bought into the vision? No, who is on the Lord's side? He asked, are you with me? He said, who is on the Lord's side? Are you hearing me? According to the word of God, according to the word of God on that day, all who did not choose the Lord were destroyed. That day, all who did not choose the Lord were, but I, I I'm, I'm getting ready to sit down now, but I, 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 I hear some preachers say sometimes, I've worried you long enough. <laughs> but I, 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 as I close, I, I got to tell you that I'm convinced, although they killed a lot of folk, a lot of folk were destroyed that day, I'm convinced they didn't get all of them. <laughs> I'm convinced. I'm convinced they didn't get them all. At least they did not destroy that spirit. At least that the spirit of the mixed multitude was not destroyed. And the reason I know it is because that spirit is still around. Still around. There's still folk on the journey who are not committed to the journey. I know I'm right about it. That there are still, there are still those who just want to stay close enough to the people of God to share in the blessings without getting involved in the responsibility. There are still some around. But I got two words, got two words, got two words. One word is for those who have made up their minds to follow. Got a word for those who are true followers uh, of our Lord and Savior. To, to true followers uh, who are following the almighty God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already committed to the journey. Determined to go all the way. My word to you is uh, don't let nobody. Y'all hear me? Don't you let nobody turn you around. I'm talking about believers now. I'm talking about folk who are serious about the journey. I know they'll come, they'll get all up in your ears, but I come to tell you, don't let nobody. Are y'all hearing me? Don't let nobody turn you around. You made a start toward heaven, and I come to tell you today, don't turn around. No matter what comes your way, winds may blow, yes, storm may rise, but don't let nobody turn you around. Are y'all hearing me? And then I got another word. I got another word to those uh, who might have catched themselves. Uh, and, might, and you sit here and you realize, you know what? I'm in the mixed multitude. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? You might have sit here and listen to me. You know what? According to what he's saying, maybe I'm a part of it. But I got a word for you today. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sitting there saying, I've been around for a while. But the truth is, uh, I'm just alone for the ride. I haven't committed myself to the journey, but I want you to know today that Jesus uh, came to set us all back on the right track. Y'all ain't hearing me. I want you to know that uh, you ain't got to sit out there moping because you're outside. Jesus came to set us all on the right track. 
Let me be honest with you. The truth is uh, all of us like sheep had gone astray. But Jesus came to give us all another chance. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus came to give us a chance to move from the mixed multitude and become a part of those who are walking up the king's highway. Are y'all hearing me? He came to give all of us purpose. And he came to give all of us meaning. So that we are no longer just wandering around. But we got our eyes on the prize. He comes that we might get it straight. And know exactly where we are on our way. He came to put a heaven in your view. He came uh, that you might see the end uh, of the journey. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, but then that ain't all he did. Uh, the beauty of it is uh, he already paid for the trip. Uh, y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. He paid uh, with his own blood. Yeah. Songwriter said, Jesus, uh, he paid it all. Yeah. And all uh, to him I owe. Yeah. He paid it one Friday uh, on an old rugged cross yeah, where he died uh, for the sins of the world yeah. but I uh, thank God death could not conquer him uh, laid him in a borrowed tomb uh, but early yeah, Sunday morning uh, he got up uh, with all power uh, in his hand yes uh, yes uh, it's the old ship of Zion uh, get on board that's what the old folks said uh, Yeah, it's the old ship of Zion uh, Get on board, uh, get on board. Just, just want us to think about where we are. Just want us to be honest with ourselves. Am I really on this journey for the right reason? Do I have? The journey in mind, do I do I see where I'm headed? Am I helping? Am I contributing to this trip? Or am I just a part of the mixed multitude? Just hanging around the people of God in case he sends a blessing. Today, and the beauty of it is at any time you can change your mind and become a part of the family of God the people of promise his promise is if thou will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shall be saved that's his promise to us if you're here today he can turn it all around today if you're unsaved you ought to come if you're already saved and just been sort of meandering around and not really a part Today you ought to turn that around and become a part of the body that is on its way somewhere. If you're here, let me invite you to come. The door is open. The door is open. Somebody ought to be moving now. Yes.